Recording from the Ethel Studios, this is Craigie Too Crunk, and you listen to the Talking Small Podcast. If you do not like it, call your doctor, go to the hospital, and have your balls chopped off. Oh yeah! Something that beautiful should have something beautiful. Harley looks at her cock and goes, you talk about you? Big butthole blast. Harley, that's some real initiative by the executive producer to try to bump the ratings. Soup's only, dude? Oh, if we're talking like broccoli cheddar soup, dude. Yeah, party girls. Ooh, yeah. Blonde-haired sisters. I'm in love with the stripper. Oh, Grandma, it's when guys send Danielle dick pics. So I was younger than her when I was beaten off to her. <laughs> Hashtag statutory beat off. Welcome to the Talking Small Podcast. We make podcasts platinum from our mouths to your ears. Thank you for the views, guys. Yeah, we have a, uh, we're going to continue a new story we've run in the past. Uh, the very first ever fuck that dude of the week was John Bell Edwards. And the reason why he was fucked that dude of the week declared by Harley was... He raised the minimum age for strippers from 18 to 21 and was taking fucking bread out of the mouths of the young ladies of Louisiana. And limiting Craigie Two Crunk's options at his local gentleman's club. So there was a lawsuit that Chris reported, uh, you know, our law school correspondent uh, told us that... The, uh, the strippers were fighting it. They weren't going to take this one lying down, Harley. Sometimes you got to get in there and you got to duke it out in the be- in the VIP room. So, and that, Chris, yeah, Chris, what happened in this And that's lawsuit? exactly what these strippers and their man, Harry Rosenberg, have been doing. <laughs> Harry Rosenberg, we sent a picture of him. You can see him on a previous podcast. He looks like a combination of Larry David and uh, Albert Einstein. The man has wild hair. <laughs> I'd give you that. That's a good, uh, that's a good example. So, anyway, earlier this week, I think it was Wednesday maybe, a judge issued a preliminary injunction against the state, basically meaning that they cannot enforce this law until it goes through all the way to trial. So, ladies, if you're 18 to 20 years old out there, you can still strip. Congratulations. Good, good to know. Your op- you, that's just one more option on the table. <clears throat> Also, what's very uplifting about this is that if you get that, if you get that preliminary injunction, it basically means that your side is going to win. So, it looks like to That's this That's not the only uplifting thing about 18-year-old <laughs> stripping. So, it looks like Craigie 2 Crunk can be very lewd to all the 18-year-old strippers for many years to come. From your lips to God's ears. You know, we were talking about last night Signs we know, uh, roommate, tenant Chris is fucked up. And I've learned over the years of partying with him that once his tongue leaves his mouth on purpose and he's not thinking about it, aka once he starts eating air pussy, that's when you know Chris is going for it. He may not be blacked out yet, but he's shooting for the stars. (laughs) Now, Chris, agree or not, I mean, give us a little demonstration of what you were just doing. You want to hear it, huh? Yeah, I want to hear it. Oh. oh my god That's disgusting Bobby Mouth of the South I'm coming for the title baby All the, all the women viewers just got <laughs> soaked downstairs Chris And then Mallory points to me and Harley over here And goes can you guys do that She wants us to do the stupid dog trick too Harley abstained but had a brag 
Oh, I got a very powerful tongue. Now it's fucked up, but it's powerful as fuck. Now, ever since I've uh, I've known Harley, not ever since I've known him, but I've noticed he's had a fucked up tongue What'd ever since we've it? been eating gushers together. I gave I stupidly gave Harley the nickname when I was like eight or nine of Blue Tongue Gecko Boy because he used to fucking uh, eat. He used to eat a pack of gushers and then stick his tongue out, and his tongue has. If you've never seen it, it's got slits all over it. It's just a fucked up looking tongue. And then on top of it's blue, so blue tongue gecko boy. It, it really looks like it was some sort of torture. Like somebody made you stick your tongue out and they gashed the sides of it with razors and it healed like that. That's what it looks like. No, it was natural. It was born like that. It's called traveler's tongue. Now, see, Harley just used the term traveler's tongue. Never heard that shit in my life. When did you become aware that it was called that? Because you haven't had this in your fucking euphemism in your holster for all your life. Well, I first of all, I've never looked it up, so I'm get I'm guessing so that's it's true. But the dental hygienist that both of us shared growing up, yeah, she told me about it when I was like twelve. So I've known about it for a long time. But how come you never used the term then? I never know. We, it was a big deal. I mean, I don't care. Harley, the uh, the ridges and slits in your tongue. Is that kind of like, uh, you know how Trojan has the condoms that are ribbed? For her pleasure? Yeah. They're definitely for her pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> so the ridges and the slits in your tongue, it's basically, you know, for extra stimulation. Oh. You should sh- sue the uh, pizza place Schlitz and Giggles for uh, copyright infringement, bro. There's no giggling. It's straight pleasure. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> He's a businessman <laughs> taking that traveling tongue from city to city, pleasing every woman he sees. He's got a little stash going now, too. The stash bros over here. Does that tongue ever travel from the uh to the uh womb? <laughs> it works on whatever orifice you try it on. Oh my god, it's like a hoover. Harley, I never took you for an eating ass kind of guy. I definitely eat an ass kind of guy. <laughs> you think Harley has what it takes, Chris? I never thought of it before, but maybe he does. Oh, yeah. The one guy you give the benefit of the doubt. There's no way you could eat ass, Al. Look at Thank him. you. Why Thank you. you. Guys, guys, this mustache is, is equipped for eating ass. Harley's got a tractor, so he's got some sort of <laughs> ass eating ability there. He puts asses in seats over there. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, dude. He kills it. <laughs> Shout out to Russell and Canelo. That's a great line. Was it Mike from Chicago? Mike from Chicago. We need to get that guy on the pod. We need to at least get the drop. <laughs> yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to look at Mike from Chicago. I'll see if we can get him on. Oh, dude. That would be a great get. Because Russell and Canelo say nothing ever comes from this. It's not like people go find these people and start following them. Well, guess what? Let's start some shit. That's right. So, um... Yeah, we were at a party last night, which is why we were talking about Chris being fucked up, because he was bringing the tongue out last night. Unsolicited. Yeah. Well, uh, a little last pod, we started off with a little congratulations. This podcast, we can start off with congratulations. Our resident lawyer in-house, literally in-house, just <laughs> just scored himself a position over there in Mandeville. So, a little round of applause for Chrissy over here. And that also means... Chris is moving his ass out of Baton Rouge. When's this happening? Well, first, I'm not a lawyer. Harley's getting nervous. He likes a third man wheel in the pod. First, you, I'm not a lawyer, so nothing I say is legal legal advice. You've came, a long, you've came a long way. Some would say I've come. 
Valerie's gonna pop for that. No, I, I see. That's the thing, Al. I don't think I have to move out. When I interviewed for that job last week, it wasn't that bad of a drive. I left here at seven 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 thirty in the morning. I made it to Mandeville by like eight thirty. It was only an hour. No traffic. It's not gonna be that bad. You got bad. lucky. You got lucky. So and so Chris, hold on, hold on real quick. So let me ask you this: How's this play out? I'd rather live with my buddy Al because the drive from Baton Rouge to Mandeville is not that bad. But the drive from Lakeview to Mandeville, why would I, why would I do that drive? Guys, let's face it. He'd rather live with Al than Mal. It's just easier that way. <laughs> and we're not even me- mentioning the biggest factor in this, Rex. <laughs> Rex is Mal's dog for you first-time listeners. He's not long for this world. My uh, my truck did not fit in the parking lot at the place I interviewed. There was there were some nice vehicles there. My old my old hoopty just. You're saying you were the big dick on campus. <laughs> you couldn't even fit in the spot. <laughs> yeah, they gave me the job. I couldn't even fit in the spot. So. No, I was no Steve Dice. No big swinging <laughs> dick on campus. Gotta love our our Steve Dice. Our gotta love a Wharton man. I gotta tell you, if I if I didn't get a job soon, I, th- I was thinking about taking Bobby uh, Bobby No Good up on that job at AWG. Mm. Hey, he, t- he told Kruski he could uh, hook him up for fifty five thousand plus benefits. So I mean, yeah. you're gonna have a law school degree. May give you a fifty six thousand yeah. dollar benefits. I know. I Start would hold out off. for at least sixty nine thousand. <laughs> Speaking of which, we can segue that into the law school ball party last night. We go to this dude Chris is in law school with. And from his first room in his house, if all the doors are open, you can see to the right, and there's a giant six and a giant nine above this guy's red sofa. Did you guys see that? Yeah, they also have a hammer mounted on their wall. What is that for? You think for? these dudes fuck? Or do you think this is all a facade? Yeah, so Christian... Um, no last names, remember. Christian Christian gets it in pretty decently. Like and then, sweet nectar boys material or like uh No, um, no, they're not like they're not filming gangbangs like the sweet nectar boys. They're not, they're not in the majors <laughs> with the sweet nectar boys. He does well for himself though. And then they've got another roommate who wasn't there last night, Will. He that let, dude fucks. Let's just say this guy, he teaches spin classes at uh at the rec center. He he, he does well. He, Will, do, Will he does. He does well for himself. Will the thrill. He kills it. And then the other guy, yeah, dude. And then the it. other dude who lives there has a girlfriend. So that Adrian yeah. dude has a girlfriend. Yeah. So uh, the collective amount of pussy getting in that house, let's just say it's a little higher than it is in this one, my friend. So regular. Yeah. It's a regular Marcy's pr- playground over there. Yeah, but who gets wet in that house? <laughs> well, nobody's like Ali Wombeck slippery <laughs> when wet. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Yeah, so we were at that party yesterday. Anything funny happened at that party, Chris? The party or the ball? The party. Um. Well, I, I was there. I was the we only weren't, one. We weren't, weren't there. We weren't there long. We were only there maybe an hour and a half before we left to go to the ball. Oh, really? So I saw you guys like 30 minutes into that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We weren't there long at all. I mean, the thing was, I wanted to get there at 8 since it was, you know, free food, free booze. Well, I mean, oh, I paid, you meant, oh, I you meant get ticket. to the ball. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I wanted to get there on time. At, the uh the ball well at the at the party first uh these these people had like an espresso machine and we're all hanging out in the kitchen just a bunch of us and Chris is, has his boombox playing and we're playing fucking black beetles and stupid shit and uh and I see this 
cup of espresso that does not look hot. It looks pretty dark and nasty, and it's just warm, just let laid out, just sitting there. And I go, Chris, I'll, I'll give you a dollar to drink that thing. And Chris was like, oh, I'll drink that thing. Like It looked like Chris had been eyeing this down, looking for the little bit of edge for him to drink it. So I, I give him a dollar, and he downs this thing. And then when he puts the cup down, there's all this nasty-ass residue. How was that, Chris? Well, Adrian told me that the, uh, the bottom of the espresso machine was lost or something, and the machine has a leak, so he just puts the cup under it, and it drips throughout the week or day or whatever. So he has no idea how long that was sitting there. It tasted like a cold espresso. It was fun. I, I kind of like to do dirty things, just like the crawfish at Mardi Gras, <laughs> just to get a rise out of people. Establishing character. <laughs> We're going to have to cut that up. I like to do dirty things. I like that. And then cut to him eating pussy. <laughs> Boom. Chris, you just got a highlight reel. You may want not want to accept that job in Mandeville yet. You may have a future in the sound game. All right. Of course, Harley's going to have to be the executive producer. Got to produce that sound. Yeah, so did anything funny happen at the ball? So, it was at Club XO. Have either of you fucking heard of Club XO in Baton Rouge? Where is it? I, mean, <laughs> I, have, no, I have no idea. It sounds like North Baton Rouge. Does Boo Munch spin there? <laughs> very, Bro, do you even spin? He very well may spin at Club XO. So, you know when you go to the Bell Casino, before you cross the railroad tracks, they got that parking garage on the left-hand side? Yeah. Club yeah. XO is the building directly across from it. It's just a fucking bar. But the building across from the parking garage was a uh, third gate. No, the thirteenth gate. But, the, it's, but it's right next to the thirteenth. I went to go gate. play pool uh, or pick a girl up from who was in a pool league. There, I walked in <laughs> and it, it was weird. <laughs> Tinder, don't ask. Wait, hold on. What this? What did a chick that was in a pool league look like? I'm thinking some. Chris has met her. The thing is, she was in a pool league. Was her nickname Diesel? Al beat, beat her at pool. She was just in a pool league to, I guess, meet friends, and she liked doing it. So I did beat her in pool the first time I played, though, and I'm not good at pool. You didn't let her win, real Fuck gentleman. No. <laughs> No, I'm gonna let you win. You don't let her win. Whenever you pull out your own pool stick at a bar and like screw it together and you lose, how dumb do you think you have to feel? That's a cuck move. Did you play well or was she just bad? A little bit of both. A little bit of both. Yeah. You, you, pool's a streaky game when your your technique's not good. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so it was Club XO, and that's where it is. I'll point it out to you next time. How, how big is this place? How many asses can be put it's in actually, seats? It's actually kind of big. So when you walk in, there's a, Cut bi- that there's up. a bar. Cut that up. That's what she said. <laughs> there's a bar to the left and a bar to the right. And they had a lot of seating. Like the middle was om- like almost all the way partitioned off with like booths and tables and shit. And then there was some like stools and whatever on the sides. I've never been there. It was kind of interesting. You think of what I'm thinking? Talking small live event? No, I was not thinking that. <laughs> I was thinking, why the fuck's a boost down the middle? It seems like that's getting in the way of that dance floor. If I'm getting that dubstep, that EDM in there, I need to get some dancing. See, what we're doing, bro, is we're having one DJ spin this side and one DJ spin that side. And who's ever playing the biggest bangers, they go to that side, bro. It's DJ battle. Ooh, I like DJ battles. That could be a good thing. Talking Small could host that, too. I'm just thinking live events, guys. This is the next big thing in podcasting. It definitely wasn't a place where they should have a ball. I felt like I should be wearing. I should should have been wearing jeans with like Florida Lee insignias on the back, now, not Chris, a suit. Now, Chris, last night, who were you wearing? 
Jesus <laughs> Gucci. <laughs> nah, I had no Gucci. What were you wearing? Seriously. Uh, Ma- Mouse was Calvin Klein. C- Chris Calvin looked Klein. at me to be like, what was I wearing? I don't know, doofus. You fucking put it, it on yourself. It could have just been your suit. He steals fucking clothes everywhere. Chris can't, Chris can't fit in these pants, bro. I think the only thing I was wearing last night that I didn't purchase was the tie. That is true. And and the boxers. <laughs> Everything else I wore, I own though. The things that really tie the outfit together, can, Chris cannot own. The the highlights, eh, it was okay. The food, so, so I kept getting plates of food right, and the food was pretty terrible. Like they didn't have the food underneath heaters or anything, so it was just cold like catfish and meat pies, and then there was finger sandwiches. It was kind of piss poor. So anyway, I'm getting I'm getting plates of food. And I, I can't, for the life of me, seem to find out where my meat pies are disappearing to. Apparently, every time I got a plate of food, Mallory's sneaking the meat pies off of them. She ate four and a half meat pies last night. Were these, like, bite-sized meat pies? Nah, a little bit bigger than bite-sized. <laughs> like, um, like a pizza roll size? No, bigger than a pizza roll. Probably like a bagel bite. A bagel bite, okay. Size of a bagel bite. Hung like a bagel bite? <laughs> That's Chrissy tadpole for y'all. That's the tadpole. Please say the tadpole. The T on the chest for the tadpole. So they had a band, and they were... Honestly, I don't know how to describe the music other than it just kind of sounded like Mardi Gras music. And so Malori and I were That just, mambo number six. Yeah, so Malori and I were boogieing, and uh, <laughs> one of my buddies comes up to us when we were like at the bar getting a drink or whatnot. Asked you why you were fucking boogieing? You walked up to him, I know you don't eat ass, bitch. He may. <laughs> no, he said that to you. He's a, he's a white dude in a black fraternity. He may eat ass. Dude, that's my dream. I wanted to be a white guy in a black fraternity just for the fraternity jacket. Yeah, those are they cool They had jackets. the best. What about the brand? Would you get the brand? Brand does not look good on a white guy. I'm just putting it out there. It looked good on uh, Malcolm Jenkins. Just like white dudes look stupid with dreadlocks, white dudes also look stupid with brands. It's a black thing. Yeah. It's best it's best left, you know, you can admit it. There there're things other people can rock better. So we were at the bar. A black mullet can't do it. <laughs> I don't think that exists. The the players in the NBA try to have these stupid fucked up haircuts, but none of them knows they don't know what they're doing. Harley, isn't that the pot calling the kettle black? This guy's hair stupid fucked up haircuts. <laughs> yeah, I think I think he fits in that pretty good. Mallory was listening to the host of the uh, party yesterday when they were all dressed in suits. He was coming up to me, he goes, "Dude, you're, you're the most interesting guy." I mean, here, man, man, look at that hair. And he was like, fucking making me feel really uncomfortable. And he was like fidgeting around like he was on coke. And Mallory's leaning over my ear because she doesn't want to talk to any of these people. Just thinking, what the fuck are you gassing this man's head up for? You think he was hitting on you? Chris said he had a girlfriend, but he seemed weird. That didn't answer answer the question. That means he probably thought he was getting hit on. Did you think there's a chance you were being hit on in the moment? Uh, That's a yes. All right. Not necessarily hit on, but you know, like how a dude talks to another dude he doesn't know at a party. Like, he's not going to be. This dude was essentially like fawning over me. Like, it was weird. Yeah. If you describe a guy fawning over you, you probably thought he was hitting on you. It was just making me feel very uncomfortable. Maybe your little friend on the back of your head there was making him uncomfortable. <laughs> and he was overcompensating. He was definitely, he was definitely mentioned the elephant in the room a couple times then. 
Also, Chris, did you notice? I I tried to point it out to you in the party before, but we we have both just seen the movie Get Out, and to the left, leaning on the bookshelf, was two lacrosse sticks. That's what I wanted you to see. Like this is Louisiana. Yeah, yeah. Nobody yeah. plays lacrosse. They had two lacrosse sticks strategically laid out. Like, yeah, we play sports. Uh, who, yeah, but it's the it's the guy that wasn't there. I think. Plays. So in the movie Get Out, one of the characters, uh, you know, is menacing with a lacrosse stick. So fresh on the mind. So when uh, your boy came up to Mal and I at the bar, he we were like, "Yeah, come 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 boogie," <laughs> and uh, he was like, "Man, I don't know how to dance to this kind of music." I, what was it? Like I was telling you, it was basically like Mardi Gras, uh, big swing, big band, yeah, big band music. So uh, he's like, I don't know how to dance this music. I was like, I just fucking get out there and look like a goomba. He was like, yeah. Was, <laughs> Chris, great dancing advice. Hey, you've had a couple pops in you, right? Just go out there and shake your goomba. And then he said he said he had that exact same conversation with somebody else like, yeah, I want to go dance, but I don't know how to do it. And they look and they point at Mal. This other person points at Mallory and I and says, you just dance like them. I don't know if that's a compliment or a diss, a little bit of both. That's saying you get away with it. That's saying mm. you're doing the trick. Yeah. But who cares? If if you're dancing, nine times out of ten, you're going to look like an idiot. You just As long as you're having fun, fuck it. You're going to look like an idiot. Just embrace the idiot part of being yeah, a fucking you're idiot. Inter- you're entertaining the people watching you be an idiot, and yeah. you're having fun being an idiot. Plus, you're rubbing your Johnson all over your old lady. Like, No, we on, were, we were spinning each other oh, around. Oh, come on. I need a little grind action. Harley's looking at me disgusted. I'm just saying, you don't know what a tadpole feels like <laughs> they grinding on you. <laughs> she ain't feeling nothing. I like that tadpole action. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was basically the highlight of it, though. Is we basically just danced, got really sweaty. Nothing really great happened. Now, last night I was there at this party, and then I left when they went to the ball. And uh, I'm driving around between bars, and I look at my phone, and I see Twitter DMs pop up. And it's between me and Harley share the Talking Small um, Twitter handle. So sometimes he posts stuff, sometimes I post stuff, and we'll talk to other people, I guess, on Twitter. Um, so anything that's spelled incorrectly and fucked up, that's normally Harley. <laughs> Today he, he meant to say good people in a tweet, and it said, like, uh, jeeple people. He probably didn't even look at it. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. That. You look at your phone right now. Oh, fuck. Hold it's, on. Yeah. You basically say people twice, but with a G. Jeeple people. Jeeple people. <laughs> That's some real cuck shit. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Don't delete it. Own it. This is podcast. Hey, guys, if you go back to this tweet, you know, go go like it. You know, we'll know you're a real fan of Talking Small Podcast. But anyway. Sometimes you just write the wrong shit. Like when I tried to do for the last episode, I tried to do hashtag potty gras and I did hashtag potty margaries. I saw that. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? I texted our buddy who corrected Harley on that and I go, yeah, Harley fucked it up bad and he, he only had one beer when he was over here. Um, I do, I do read the tweet and it does say <laughs> Geep, a goople people. <laughs> it's supposed to be good people. Sorry, boys. <laughs> and girls. All right, so I read these Twitter DMs, and I haven't been DMing someone, so I'm just looking at it, and it basically it's like someone I've never heard of. It, I think it's an account called Hoops and Brews, and they're like at, at Hoops 
Letter N, bruise. Okay, so I see this and be like, oh yeah, uh, when y'all want to record or something like that. I go, wait, what the fuck's going on? And I kind of read back up a couple more DMs. I'm like, wait, is Harley trying to record the podcast? And I'm like, he didn't clue me in on this. I'm about to fucking go do some other shit. And I'm like, all right, so I got to call him up because I'm going to go grab a pizza because I'm starving. And uh, and I call him up and go, Harley, are you recording a podcast tonight? He goes, oh, yeah. Oh, you want to take it from here? So, yeah, I say, oh, yeah, I, um, I'm jumping on this podcast on Hoops and Brews. And you're like, wait, what? I go, I was like, how did you set this up? And the next thing I heard was one of the saddest things I've ever heard on a Friday night. <laughs> I got really drunk. And I started searching on Twitter for podcast guest. And I saw these people <laughs> recording a podcast. They were looking for a guest. I, it hoops and brews. Seems like that's something I could jump in on. And I messaged him said, yo, I'd like to, like to jump on there. This is at 8 o'clock on a Friday night. I'm just leaving this party, trying to go to another place or whatever. And Harley's like, yeah, I got bored. I was seeing who was recording a podcast tonight. So, uh, yeah, I'm recording a podcast tonight with him. I was like, what the fuck? You Twitter searched podcast guests and these guys came up and they just happened to... Yeah, yeah. They came up. They said they were recording at uh, it's like seven Pacific time, and at that time I had like an hour before. I was like, "Fuck it, pop a, pop a couple more hoops, a couple pop a couple more brews, and talk some hoops." Right? I just couldn't wait. It was a good time. So these guys, it's uh, Pavi and TPJ are the two hosts of this podcast. <laughs> Pavi, hey, Pavi and TPJ. That's right. Sounds like a couple of real Asian fellas. They're not. They're not. I, I think nor, they're originally from Chicago. They're living in L.A. now. Pavi's a rapper. TPJ seems like the more the host or producer of the podcast. I've only listened to two apps so far, so I'm not really into it. And that's, one, <laughs> not, that's not what I meant, but I'm not really that far into it yet. Um, and basically, once they, once they agreed to have me on, I downloaded a podcast. I just want to see what it's about. Because I just agreed to be on something I never listened to. See, this executive producer is doing his fucking research. He's doing his due diligence. Trying to learn the brand. So I get on there, and these two guys are basically arguing about if you would have put Kobe or swapped out Kobe for Steph Curry back on like the 06 Lakers when they Kobe had nobody and was shooting all the shots. So you put Steph Curry on that Lakers team? Yes. And they're arguing how many wins they'd have. And those dudes were going at each other because they, they didn't agree at all. One thought, like, you wouldn't win 25 games with Steph instead of Kobe because I think the Lakers won 45 that year. And the other guy was adamant the other way that they'd have won just as much. I, I, think, I think Kobe would probably win more games oh, with definitely. that team at that time. Just because if, if your team has absolutely no one on it, then Kobe's the guy to have because he's just going to gun the whole time, and he's so good. Like one time with this shit team, he scored 81 points being a fucking chucker. So this guy is that good. Steph Curry won't do that. You know, Devin can double him. Devin George ain't fucking helping. Hey, Augsburg State, D3, baby. So anyway, I, I you know I'm doing a little research. I'm getting ready. I hop on. Start talking to these guys. Start talking about Boogie Cousins. I'm going to play a clip from the uh, from the podcast that I was on. Y'all should check them out at Hoops and Brews. It's their latest podcast. I think it's episode 14. I could be wrong. Oh, they're only 14 deep? They're 14 deep. Now, oh, so they had the little uh, podcast veteran leadership on there then, giving us hot takes of the week. Well, I, you know, I, 
The guys were pretty good, you know. They were uh, they were asking an opinion. They didn't talk over each other. So, I mean, they were a little further along than you were about 13 <laughs> episodes in. Ooh, still ahead of me. So, they no, they, it was a lot of fun. And uh, I li- actually, I came out of there and I looked up because they told me to check out uh, Pavy's uh, SoundCloud because he's got uh, some rap songs on Shout there. Shout him out. Well, it's Pavy World is, I believe. How do you spell Pavy? P-A-V-Y. So, Pavy World. And this sure guy, it's not Pavy? You've been known to mispronounce things. No, I Pavy listened. would have an E. I, I listened. His, it's Pavy. He goes by Pavy. Sounds Russian. Anyway, he's got a song. If you want, Google Play. It's called French Riviera. 99 cents. I invested in it. It's a good song. I like Whoa, it. Oh, French Riviera. Yeah. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Maybe we can play that as the uh, outro to the pod or something. Yeah, these guys seem pretty cool. I'll is probably the, just do it. Is that the song you were playing earlier? Yeah. I dug it. I liked it. I like it. Hey, French Riviera. A little Kendrick Lamar sound to it. So uh, that's one of those things where I didn't expect to be doing last night. Got drunk. And it it was kind of like how we met J-Bone. Just surfing Twitter, finding somebody. And uh, it ended up being a lot of fun. So... Yeah. How long were you on there with did, them? Did you say did about you, twenty-one minutes? Did you say <laughs> me and me and you could take them to in basketball? No, I didn't get I didn't get there. Well, hey, we think we can. They said they said they'd have me back four to six weeks, so we four could, to six weeks. What are they, what are you a fucking knee knee tear on the podcast? Four well, to six weeks. Well, they got to feel out, see if I was good for their audience, man. You can't just be telling somebody they're going to have them back weekly after that segment, even though it was really strong. Well, I mean. <laughs> Even uh, even if you didn't get the views, I mean, they sh- if they have an eye for talent, they're gonna have you back four to six weeks. Though that's like a sprained, a bad sprain of the finger. He's out four to six. They're putting you on the DL, bro. You're on an injured reserve. All I gotta say is Kevin Durant was out four to six weeks, and you know he's a Hall of Famer. You gonna get a bad back tat like Kevin Durant too? Uh, probably not. Um. <laughs> Watch your beer there, buttle. <laughs> Just spill your beer. Har- uh, Maybe Harley's on his third brew, and he is fucking shit faced. Boddington's Pub Ale, really good. Hoops and brews. So yeah, check check them out. I retweeted the pod so y'all can y'all can find it. And uh, these guys are pretty good. Uh, so check them out. They talk a lot mm-hmm. of NBA. For the two episodes I've listened to so far, so if you're not a big NBA fan, just listen for me. And, uh, <laughs> if you are a big NBA fan, J Bone, check them out. I'll uh, let's see what's going on. You know they are really, really big guys. They 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 can do pretty much everything on the basketball court, so it's not really. They don't. I, they don't I, I would agree with that. As an AD, I don't know about Boogie. Huh? Boogie can do everything on the basketball. Boogie court. can do everything AD can do. Literally everything. Cool. And he might do better. Or you talking about offensively? Defensively, he's not bad. He may not be as good as AD is damn near borderline top all NBA defensive player. Yeah. Boogie is too. Boogie actually is. When, when Boogie is focused, he really is. When he's focused. When the fuck is he focused? Some years, you, you, this year, he's, he's even that. If like, you have to say something years you know, about no, an NBA no, player, no, bro. Look at his stats from last year. Boogie is a good defensive player. Okay. And offensively, I think he is shoot better than, than, than AD does that. AD is shooting AD is leading the team. He's shooting 50. Yeah, but I'm talking about this. I think he's a better three point shooter than um AD is personally. Well, no, I, I see that's I'm gonna have to say that since Boogies came over, I'm be- very surprised on how many threes he takes and how he many threes he makes. He does take too many. 
I think he's like number one for s- people over seven foot for three pointers made or something like that this year, mm-hmm. or for six eleven or higher. So I mean, his stroke looks pretty good for three. Now I don't like him shooting there. I'd rather him banging the post. But likewise, you know, defensively, he's actually been a lot better. And lineup wise, the Pels have been off a lot less points a game since they've had you know AD. Solomon Hill, J- uh, Holiday, Hollis Thompson, and and Boogie all playing together. That's a it, defensive wise, it, it's pretty good. Just offensively, we'll go through like five minute stretches and we can't get a bucket. It's it, it pisses yeah. you off. Yeah, I mean, I feel the same. I'm a Bulls fan, so I uh, trust me. That's the, that's literally why I don't watch the Bulls this year because I hate doing it. But honestly, I think because of the moves that they made, the actual the Pelicans will have. Catherine going into 2017. So, to be quite honest with this might sound blasphemous, but as a Pelicans fan, would you object to Chris Paul coming back to New Orleans to correct no, no, definitely give a CP3 back. I, I'd still big, huge CP3 fan. I've been rooting for him since he left. He had some great seasons. He, I'm, he did a like a one man show. I was there for a playoff game against the Lakers when we won Game Three against like Kobe yeah. and um, Gasol. <laughs> and I've always loved CP3, and I blame David West for a stupid ass inbounds pass that had CP tears MCL one year when we were down like fifty. So um, I, I I wouldn't have a problem with CP coming back. I I doubt once we uh, sign Drew Holiday though that we're gonna have enough room to give CP unless yeah. he comes yeah, from like mid level exemption. Yeah, but my question is, if, if Chris Paul comes back and says, look, I can't go to Cleveland because they have Tyree. I don't want to go. I don't, Listen, I don't want to go to the Bulls. I'll come to you guys. Because, honestly, if you think about it, who are you taking? Blake Griffin or DeAndre Jordan or Anthony Davis and Boogie with Chris Paul? At the end of the game, and no, no, but listen, if you Chris Paul on that team, you take me the third call off and wait a minute, wait a minute. Hardly for, for, for example. We were talking about Chris Paul and his career in this episode, right? So, you technically have Chris Paul. All the pressure comes off of Chris Paul to be the number one guy. You have AD and you have Boogie. All you have to do is run a pick and roll. Boogie and AD, when you're not on the floor, can run a pick and pop. You go out, you sign another shooter. You throw some money at somebody. You throw some money at Otto Porter. Otto Porter is leading the NBA right now. He's not going anywhere. Really? Well, I mean, when he's when he's restricted. But if you offer Otto Porter twenty million dollars a year, who they gonna match whatever? Really? Why you, you, match you think they gonna match Otto Porter? He's leading the league in three points a day. They're matching whatever. Okay, I can understand that. But I and JJ Reddick is unrestricted. I say JJ Reddick. That's what I say. I okay, say, so I how about this? Right, JJ Reddick's career earnings for I mean his earnings for 2017-2016 was seven point three million. Right? Okay, you say, look, Chris Paul, we know you were here. We know we kind of didn't have the organization where we wanted to. We got eighty. We got books. This is what we'll do. We'll give you $23 million a year. You come through. We won't have a ton of cap space left. But we can go out and we can give J.J. Reddick $15 million a year. We'll give J.J. Reddick $15 million a year. We'll build out the bench and find some some old Wiley veterans. You have J.J. Reddick, Chris Paul starting at, 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 in, the, in the front court. You have Boogie and AD starting in the back court. And you put whoever the fuck else in the small court. That's not a good lineup for you? That's not that's not a challenge and awards type of lineup to you. I didn't say it was well, the reason it's not gonna happen because Clippers can give him two hundred million dollars and nobody's gonna give Chris Paul that much money, especially with healthy. You think the Clippers offer Chris Paul a match? Yeah, they're gonna give Chris Paul a match. Yeah. Yeah. The Clippers would be crazy not to, because who are they gonna get exactly. if they don't give it to Chris Paul? 
Is this something you're going to make a habit out of on your Friday nights? Just Twitter searching podcast guest? No. No. The, the, I hope not to. That seems pretty sad once y'all talk about it out loud. Yeah, he's, getting the, he's getting the brand out. Look, sometimes you got it. You just got to bring it. And that's why we're doing the Talking Small Bracket Challenge for our NCAA I tried bracket. to sign into that earlier, and it wouldn't accept me for whatever reason. Well, we'll, we'll get this straight. But um, I'll... Especially after Sunday, because this is probably going to be posted Sunday evening or Monday morning. Join our bracket challenge. Compete against us. I believe Joe's wife won last time. She did. I looked at the one from last year. So we're it, trying to log in. We got we got to beat her. Got to beat her. Yeah, we got to beat the shit out of Joe's wife. I don't care that she's pregnant. Hey. Oh, Harley, cut that. <laughs> I, I did it on purpose. Yeah. So. uh well, we got the bracket challenge coming. Should be interesting. And any loyal Talking Small podcast listener knows Harley is atrociously bad with accents. Fake news. Oh, not fake news. It is not fake news. Okay. See, I haven't verbalized this to anyone Absolutely else. Absolutely fake news. Well, Harley, I'm going to give you a chance to set the record straight here. I have right now, this is the segment... Uh, it can be named however you want to name it. It's a I, real blitzkrieg to start the podcast. Yeah, this is a Harley accent attempt. All right? So, hey. Harley, first one, shout out to my man, Jay Mark Summers, physical challenge. Yes. <laughs> Harley, are you willing to take this double dare? Yes. All right. Let's get it underway. Hey, just real quick, Chris just did air pussy right here, so you know he's getting toasted. <laughs> So let's let's go. All, All right. right, let's go. We'll do this one. Shout out to one of our favorite, uh, our most loyal viewers, J Bone. Let's hear your best Boston accent here. Don't you think you should give him something to say though? No, okay. he can come up. I mean, we could feed him wines later, but let him come with some originality here. We're giving him a lot of time to think here. He would be awful on Saturday Night Live. He's breaking character more than Jimmy Fallon. Boom, go. <laughs> All right, so let me see. That's awful. So far, bad start. Tom Brady's just the best of co- I I can't fucking do it. I I I, I don't know. Like I so, you were saying fake news. You're fucking no, say I say just, the con Harvard Yard. Say something like that. The Boston Tea Party was the best <laughs> fucking party ever been. I don't fucking know. that was terrible. That's more of a right. JFK Nantucket. That's Harley's attempt. So Chris. Uh, I've got one. Hey, we wicked hard down here in the yeah, harbor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say, say. Uh, hey, we wicked hard down say, here in the harbor. We got say, Uncle Tom Brady, him, Bill Belladick. They're going to fucking just get that Brandon Cook's ass up there and we take it down to the harbor. <laughs> the harbor part was the only thing that was an actual attempt. And that it. was bad. <laughs> it was bad, but it at least was an attempt. The rest was. Ah, bah, bah, bah. All right, let's go. Next. Right. So, so, Chris, does he pass the Boston accent? No, not here? at all. Fail. Say, how you like them apples? Something like that. How you like them apples? Like, awful. <laughs> Give us your. Um... Boy, I got them written down oh, here. Okay, Chris. let's go. Give us your. Uh... You saw Django Unchained, Leonardo DiCaprio, plays a southern slave master. Boom, give us that type a, a of accent. A refined southern gentleman. A refined southern gentleman. Old school, like. All right, like all right. past the molasses. Right. Nothing like a little sweet tea on a Sunday evening. 
We said Southern gentleman. He gave us Southern gentlewoman, but he did that one well. That wasn't bad. He actually. But that's up his alley, though. He's from Louisiana. Like he's uh, he ain't oh, a Southern he's seen gentleman. Two movies going, oh, I do declare, Chrissy Lynn Thompson. It's not terrible. Not terrible. I give you a passing grade, but you ain't. Someone would definitely guess the region, so I'll, I'll, that's a pass. Boston, <laughs> big fail. Big fail for Beantown. Wicked fake. All right, my next one, Harley. Can I get a little British? Brit- now, British is, you got. You can go Austin Powers. Right, you can go John this. Oliver. Like, Oh, you're a bunch of West Ham fans. All you get fights and Nancys. Oh, not terrible. Not bad. Let's go. I liked it. I give that one. Uh, do you want to try something else? Yeah, let's keep going. This no, is no. I say British. You want to try another British? You think you can do better than that? That, that no, was a that was a passing grade. You don't fucking go retake the test. Can you juxtapose <laughs> it with an Irish accent? All right. Um, hold on. Let me. See. Or close. Or do your best Sean Connery if you want. <laughs> Fuck. And don't if do you, it. If and, you wouldn't have said anything, I might have been able to try. And to don't do, do your SNL impersonation of Sean and Con- Sean Connery impersonation. Like, don't do his impersonation. Like, suck at Trebek is what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't you? Now I can't do Whoa. it. I can't do it. <laughs> what was that? I, I can't. I what can't. was it? What were you gonna say there? I can't. I can't do it. Say I can't, it in I can't regular do Irish. English. Say it in regular English what you were trying was, to say. I don't know where I was going. That was bad. <laughs> I don't even know what you were trying to say. Lucky Charms, the pot of gold, yeah. All right, let's go again. This is fun. What you got? You want to give? A, what's your best Irish uh, accent? No, Chris? This, I'm not. This is about Harley. You I'm not taking the you test. You don't want to. Uh, all right. He just got a new job. He just passed the test. <laughs> All right, Harley. This one's going to give you a run for your fucking money here. I want to see your best Jamaican accent. And nothing from Cool Runnings. Ains? <laughs> Dry? That's a fucking from Cool Runnings. Come on. Stay with me. See, I, I'm going to get shit on the podcast uh, from the viewers on this, but I've never actually seen Cool Runnings. Well, then you would not. You're not. But, okay, so but right, what you here, just here, said here. sounded German, though. Yeah, that is, you watch the movie. It, uh, what they say is... Feel the rhythm, feel the rhyme. Get on up, it's bobsled time. See, he's cool doing impersonation in the movie though. Say like, say like another. Uh... Come on down to the island, man. We got rum and no one can drink that <laughs> motherfucker right now, man. I don't know. Fuck. I pass him. <laughs> he just broke out in song. I know. Even more reason to pass him. Harley, <laughs> Harley, you little fruity on us for that one, boy. Come on down to the island, man. <laughs> Michael Scott Sandals action. All right, and the last one I think I'm gonna do right now is do us do us a Spanish, but Mexican Spanish. You know that iteration, not the not the Spain, not the Catalonia. Okay, so you want you basically you want me to do a Mexican accent? Yeah, Beaner. <laughs> whoa, hold on. whoa, whoa! We don't want to offend any. I want a little Cheech and Chong. You want I want a little Lopez tonight at you. You want a little Craggy right there. And don't start singing Low Rider. <laughs> I want the enchiladas, man. The enchil- I know that was bad. What you making? Holy I want, fuck! I want the enchiladas, man. What? <laughs> no, I can't do it. Come I on! I can't do it. Now. Come on! Hold on, give them- <laughs> 
I got, first of all, I got to think something to say. You, all right, you can think, Chris, what, what do you think of him so far? He's passing more than I thought he would. Yeah, he is. Harley, I got a suggestion for you. Sing some Daddy Yankee if you'd like. And you know Daddy Yankee from the Entourage soundtrack. <laughs> all right, That's um, more Puerto Rican, though, Chris. I, I don't think I could really do a, a Mexican accent. Yeah, do some soccer shit. Work football into something. Uh, say some Spanish. El Pedro. I didn't say speak Spanish. <laughs> I, uh, oh, yeah, speak oh. Spanish. Never mind. Change game. Harley, speak another language. Because <laughs> your French is fucking awful. I don't even know French, but... You just walk up to a lady and tell her, Je adore dans la derrière. <laughs> I like that ass. <laughs> I like that ass. Uh, yeah. Do you like it in the ass? Oh, oui, oui. Say, un suke on avec grand pini. That means suck, suck my that big dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's about all I got. That's all, all right. I kind of remember. No, Harley, you fail in the Spanish accent because you were just speaking French. <laughs> I don't know how to do Spanish. That was that was bad. You, South- can't, get, you can't give us a anything for Salina. Anything for Salina? No, I, I I just I can't I can't think that I would have to hear one right before. I like how Harley went straight to enchiladas with the Mexican <laughs> accent. He's more of a quesadilla man too. Enchilada sounds more Mexican than quesadilla. Hot take: I don't like enchiladas. I agree. They're kind of sloppy. Well, what is that red sauce on top? Hey, okay, so if you have the if you have the right enchilada, it's very good. I, I want I want some real Mexican food. I want some like. Illegal alien Mexican food cooked from someone's grandma. Like you, I want that kind of Mexican food. You shit your brains out afterwards. He didn't say nothing, drink the water. Nothing, nothing I'm not used to, Chris. I just <laughs> I'd like to do, eat the really good shit because I find Mexican food so overrated. And I get into this debate with every chick you talk to. Oh. Bitches love going to Mexican restaurants for their birthdays. Mallory, what's that all about? Chris, give him a mic. Great pod, Mallory. Thanks they just like margaritas and free chips. The, they get the free chips. It makes them like feel, you know, you got a safety valve. So if the conversation goes down, you can always go for that <laughs> next chip. You always oh, have get something these to nachos do. away from me, Becky. Like that type of shit. The fuck accent was that? That's a girl. That that was a bad one. Chalk that, that one down. Get those, na- Chris, nachos. <laughs> That's a bad thought accent right there. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you got anything else? Uh, I mean, I don't have it written down, and I want to do this segment again. Okay, that's so fine. you guys can, uh, guys, hey, uh, send us your accents. I'll do anything. No, no, y'all no. Send don't us. Send, tweet him at me. Tweet him at a knob with the zero. Don't tweet him at him because he'll he'll practice. He'll wake up in the morning going, "All right, what what do I say in Russian?" Russian hoos. That's a fail. <laughs> <laughs> Fake news. All right. Um. And another little debate we had earlier that I thought we should save for the pod is, would you rather be, like, as your profession, would you rather your profession to be, like, a janitor slash custodian or a bus driver? Janitor slash custodian because I feel like I get more time to myself. But you're, like, cleaning up toilets and shit. Like, Mikey pukes in third grade. You got to go put sawdust on it and clean it up. Like, that's... Yeah. yeah, yeah, but like I feel like I you gotta can pick cut, up. 
cut enough corners there where I don't sanitize really and I just like put paper towels on shit. I feel like I would just cut <laughs> corners there. And the bus driver, if you cut corners, you know you could actually get like lawsuits because you're fucking up kids. You could but really hurt. Could figure out the janitor fucking shit up. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of schemes are you gonna run in that you're gonna be sideburned saying, Hey, you want some of this milk? I'm just thinking like if I was the janitor, I can do basically whatever I want. I could go in the closet, masturbate if I need to. Some I people could... say you're still in the closet though. Harley, masturbating at a school with little kids yeah, around? that's a disgusting that, act. That's a quick way to get a lawsuit against you, my look friend. At, look at Harley's eyes. He's just now realizing what he said. He's like, oh shit, I did just say that. I'm just saying, you got a lot of more alone time and... You don't have anybody's kids really in your hands. If you're the bus driver and you're drunk at work, you're in trouble. If you're the janitor, why are you drunk, drunk at, at work? Because <laughs> you're a fucking janitor. That's why. Life choices don't get you there. If you're Dude, a fucking imagine janitor. if that would be a pretty sweet gig. You start your cocktails at noon every day as your jan- as the janitor. Like, oh, the hard part's done. These kids have already shit and pissed everywhere, cleaned up, spick and span. Let me go smoke a joint by the fence while they're in uh, fifth period. You could probably sell to the kids, too. Yeah. Let's see. Now, that takes it a little far. What you need to do is figure out where the principal puts the weed after he confiscates it and get from that stash. Selling selling from the back of the bus, though, would be a very, uh, the, you know, you delivered it home with the kids. How's the bus driver going to be in the back of the bus? He's going to hire a kid to drive the bus while she goes in the back with doobies giving them out? You could probably do it the other way around and just pay the kid, you know, oh, I'll, I'll give you two bags of peanut M&Ms if you uh, sell all the weed on the bus to the kids. And then how do we get on this fucking I'm subject? Just, I'm just saying you can't trust kids with drugs. Teachers are having sex with kids and they're just blurting shit out. So, you know, that's going to fucking happen. Let me tell you why you're wrong on this one and the, why you would want to be a bus driver instead. You talk about time alone to yourself. <laughs> Well, how how much does a bus driver work during the day? They probably wake up really four they, hours. They wake up really early. They do their route. That say that takes two hours to do the entire route in the morning, and then you have to be back in the after in the evening. They normally drive for multiple schools, though. No, they, they do- don't. Yes, they do. That's why they stagger the start times for all the schools. At the at the most, though, like Al said, they they can only work like six hours. I'm I thinking. I bet you start about six a.m. and you go to eight thirty. You can't call in sick as the bus driver. Dude, dude, I know we always joke about being like firemen eating That's chili. Bus drivers, out. the job. Dude, if we all were bus drivers talking shit to each other on CB radios all day, I'd listen to that podcast. Six. To eight thirty probably, and then again from you have to be at the school like right before it lets two, out. Yeah, two forty five, two thirty. You line up, you're done by three thirty. Oh, dude, once no, you you're clock. not done because you got to go to the other. And then you no. Once you drop at four thirty, regardless, that's still the oh, entire middle block of the dude, day to I, yourself. Dude, I might retire as a bus driver. Oh, dude, Chris, imagine this: you drop them off six to eight thirty. You smoke a dube, go do yoga, get a nice lunch. Take a nap. Take you could do nap. anything. Go fishing. You could do whatever. Go to the movies by yourself. Oh. The janitor can be doing all this, too. Who the fuck needs a janitor? See, the problem with the janitor <laughs> people, people is... People are going to be like, this is filthy. You're going to get called. You can randomly get called out to go clean up. Hey, hey, fat Mikey in fourth grade just dropped a fucking butthole blast to the cinch, and it's all over the wall. Go clean it up. The problem with the janitor is you don't have a, a set time of the day where you're not expected to work because there's no work to do. Bus driver, there's no kids to deliver during the middle of the day. You're wrong on that Dude, one. 
If you this might What about ch- field trips, Chris? This might change. The, the if you want to make a little extra money, you do a field trip. Hey, if you guys if you guys parents want to come back for a ghost tour, I do those too on the weekend. So uh you double as a <laughs> And as the bus driver, you can just literally drive around listening to great podcasts like the Talking Small Podcast you all could, day long. I thought about that point, but you, you can do have- that. You could do that as the janitor too. Like the janitor only needs to. He looks down at his beeper. Oh, Miss uh, Miss Carlin's class again. Harley shit the bed. All right, <laughs> let me let me throw this nugget at you that I'm not thinking about. If you're the bus driver, bro, don't throw that nugget at me. If you're the bus driver, the only chance of you having sex is with a student, <laughs> which that's a problem. What do you if mean? The, if what do you mean the only chance? No, I meant like at work. If you're the janitor, you could sneak into all these teachers and plow with them. Good. Point. That is a good point. <laughs> dude, do y'all remember, what? dude? Harley, we just this, this is a great movie. The janitor who's doing all this shit, basically bad Santa as a janitor, but he's a complete stick man. He's landed to all these teachers. They leave after three or four years anyway. He's just running through. He's putting up more numbers than Derek Jeter. Everyone knows we we call it the stick man. How many suave, attractive, charismatic suave. janitors do you see though? Suave. See, see, this is the problem. You said if I was the janitor, if I'm the janitor. <laughs> Dude, that's try- the best looking janitor you ever seen. <laughs> you definitely do have a janitor haircut. <laughs> hey, but then again, so do I. <laughs> uh, janitor wins hands down. All right, so Harley's janitor, especially if he has a shed, right? Like if he has his own little maintenance area where he can huff paint and shit. <laughs> yeah, I used to huff that acetone. Big shout out to the Pie Tasters Live album if you got that joke. Do y'all remember that janitor at North Shore that uh, was like, <laughs> all of a sudden, he worked there for a couple of months and then they realized he was like a sex offender? That's what Harley's proposing he do. Yeah, I heard him. Oh, just be masturbating in closets yeah. all day. <laughs> yeah, you pull him into the closet. <laughs> this is a toss-up for me. I see the merit in both sides. Are you kidding me? How do you not pick janitor after the chance to fuck teachers? They're fucking kids. They need dicks. Fucking Janitor Sosa's in with that mop, shows him what he's working with. <laughs> well, I think what he's you're... got really good hit. Marge, what did you're... you see his hip action when he was buffing the halls? <laughs> when he bent over to clean up little Jimmy's puke, <laughs> he just had a great ass. A great ass. I've never seen a janitor with those type of triceps. Harley's drinking out of a no flex zone cup right now. Uh, I've tried to get pictures of it, but it doesn't photograph well. But just know he's flexing here with a hashtag no flex zone cup. So it's a toss up for you, but you got to pick. I'm going bus driver. I'm going bus driver too. Oh. The manual labor of like, dude, if if I'm fucking making the like, think about parent teacher uh, like. Uh, you're only they- picking bus driver because you wear fingerless gloves while you're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> racing, Harley. racing fingerless gloves. I like it. And one of my favorite characters on The Simpsons, Otto Man. Was the fucking exact guy Chris is describing. He had headphones on, listening to fucking metal, smoke weed up in the attic with Homer. Great episode. Well, well, hold on, Harley. Man. If you're if you want to get into more opportunity to to bang at one of these jobs, I think what you're leaving out is the fact that when you pick little Jimmy up from school, while his mother is the the stay at home mother is there, father is off to work. 
you just tail right back around to little Jimmy's house. Huh? Give her, <laughs> hey, the give old, her your big Jimmy. Give, give her the old right there, Harley Fred. shaking his head. All right, sh- show me the one news story that's got the bus driver fucking Show me teacher. the one news story of a janitor fucking a teacher. I'm sure that happened. <laughs> I'm sure a bus driver has had an affair with a, 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 a parent. This janitor movie needs to get made. And we could have like, you no, could be the like janitor. janitor versus bus driver movie. And you could be the janitor. I'll be the bus driver. This could sell millions. This is a studio hit. Copyright. Talk small podcast. And this could also be a Broadway play. Maybe off Broadway. But Can I play the janitor? No. Harley's the janitor. UJ's your the team, bus. Your team bus driver. UJ's Chris. the bus driver. You hear this? Chris, Chris is adamantly going, bus driver's clearly the biggest gig. And then we want to turn this into a movie. He goes, can I be the janitor? Yeah. Because he knows the janitor is de- the definite stick man of the See, two. this is what the movie should be. Like, Al, me and you are friends. You're the bus driver and the janitor. Chris is your rival. He drives the short bus. <laughs> <laughs> it's a metaphor in more ways than one. <laughs> Name it A Short Bus Shout it. <laughs> oh shit. Oh man. I, I'd watch this movie. We gotta come up with a title though. Who Harley, if this was real life and you were the janitor, who would you want to play you as the janitor in this movie? If you can't play it yourself. We've already we've already we've already cast this movie, Chris. We're doing this soup to nuts like super crackers. I'm thinking uh Let's go. Uh, mm, I'm going Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke seems <laughs> oh. like he could be a. He looks like a janitor. <laughs> He's old though. Like what era, Ethan Hawke? We going Gattaca? I think Training he, Day. First of all, I think Ethan Hawke can get teachers right now. Like the older janitor. What, wasn't there a movie where he's like saving Selena Gomez and gonna fuck her? What was that movie? Previews always look weird to me. Oh, I don't know about that. Yeah. You guys don't know that one? No. Can we no. can we fact check? You can do whatever right, you want. Keep, keep going with more of this. Uh, Purge Ethan Hawke. Purge Ethan like that. He'd be a good Ethan Hawke. Now I, I'm thinking maybe <laughs> he'd be a good Ethan Hawke. would be be a good you. Maybe Uncle Rico from uh, Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. That might be you though. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Oh, I know who I would want to play. Steve Buscemi. <laughs> no, that's <he, he, laughs> Buscemi. I know he, he's Brody. Stephen Brody Stevens. <laughs> yes. No, dude. They're going to think I'm a psycho if Brody plays me. No offense, Brody. Love you, but positive energy. Yes. You got it. No. Who Who would, like, ideally I would want to play me? Uh, John C. Riley. Guy's a great actor. <laughs> great comedic actor. John he's, a weird, C- he's a little weird looking, but you know who would actually pay me, though, is dude from Cash Cab, Ben Bailey. I, I, that's That's a close look. Yeah, but I don't think it has to necessarily be like you. It's got to be somebody that could capture your essence. You know who would probably be? How do we miss this? Jason Statham. Bald guy who kicks the ass. I mean, There's it's no way Jason easy. Statham is believable as a bus driver. Well, Cesaro <laughs> can't blame me. He can't act well enough. John C. Riley's believable as a bus driver. <laughs> I think The Rock would play me. <laughs> Dude, The Rock being this janitor. No, this guy's got to have a little panache to him. What about a Jason Schwartzman being the janitor? I- for you. No, because he's a little too weaselly. You need somebody with like a little bit of tricep. This is McConaughey. This is McConaughey all day playing this character. Yeah, but I don't want to like, I, I don't want to say like I'm McConaughey. That's like pretty good. How about uh, Vin Diesel? Like, I think Vin Diesel. This can't be a bald a, guy. This has to be a greasy looking guy with long hair. I, I think McConaughey. Oh, Orlando Bloom. Yeah. Yeah, that might be it. 
Yep. That's well, that's that's good. Hey, and then Chris can be played the short bus, Daniel Rathcliffe. <laughs> That's an extras joke. I think it's McConaughey for me. You know what I like about driving this bus? I get older. Everybody on this bus stays the same age. And they ain't got no seatbelt, so I can always use the stop short trick. Because he's on the short bus. <laughs> God. Shit, man. Yeah, I think I'm Jason Statham all day. So Jason Statham, you'd go McConaughey and you go Orlando Bloom. Yeah, I think Orlando Bloom and me. Mallory could, would want you to be a, a Chris Hemsworth playing this janitor. That no. might get some pop. Yeah, that would get No, she, she'd want me as Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns doesn't have the chops to play this he character. You're off, Mike. Ro- Roman Reigns is the guy that does the maintenance on the bus. You don't throw Roman Reigns in this movie. This <laughs> I threw him under the bus. <laughs> Just a short bus, though. He's just going to live, and then Super Roman's <laughs> going to come out. Superman punch me. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, all right. I think we pretty much exhausted the bus driver versus custodian, and we, you know. I'm going to start writing that movie. Gave each other characters. So, uh, yeah. Chris, is, Chris is picking his seat already right now. <laughs> it's a joke, uh, you know, bad podcast. Chris is digging for gold over here. Uh, you guys got anything else right now? Well, we are having our St. Paddy's Day bash here on the weekend of March 18th. Come on down to the Garden District of Baton Rouge. There'll be some free T-shirt giveaways. Not free. I mean, if you retweet an episode, your favorite episode or the latest episode, you're entering for a chance to win the tank. Yeah, I'm not saying you're getting one, but we'll have them here. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll, we'll you know, the raffle, your name's thrown into a raffle. But th- there's a lot of you guys yeah. out there, so I, I wouldn't say expect a tank. It's so a limited edition. Yeah, they're done right now. I just got to go pick them up. Doing so, things. What do, what do they say? Um, If you've seen the latest episode of the podcast, it says View TSP. That's the gimmick that's on the front, little talking small on the back, and they're uh, green tanks by uh, by Asics. Oh. Yep. Not oh, just, good quality, huh? Yeah. Not not just for your feet anymore. Yeah. The suggested retail price of just the tank is 18 bucks. Oh. Did you buy in bulk, bro? You know I always go bulk. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why you a certified hog. All right. So, uh. I think uh, I'm going to go into the Sprite Obey Your Thirst of the week here. New segment. Hey, new sponsors. We got to do it. So in this week's, uh, you know, winning the Sprite Obey Your Thirst, you know, keep your thirst in control. In the age of social media, you got people out here showing their ass for likes, posting these thirst thirst trap pictures, pushing their tits together. So many want to be Instagram models. So many. Hey, before he gets into this, I'm just going to say, Ali Landry was looking pretty damn good on Instagram. No last names. No, check her out. So uh, this week's in Sprite's Obey Your Thirst of the Week is someone who got arrested for stalking Tim Tebow in his minor league spring league games. All right, you guys haven't heard this story yet? No. All right. Strap yourselves in. All right, so... um, a woman was recently arrested for trespassing at a Mets spring training facility in uh, Port St. Lucie, Florida. Can I guess her name's Rebecca? No, you can. If you guys want to keep going, uh, on what her name is, someone someone in here shares part of their name with this person. Nick. I was gonna say Chrissy. Nope. 
Alexandra. No. No, it's the exact name. Malloy? No. Oh, is her name Harley? Alex? All right, I'm just going to say it. The woman's name is Michelle Marie Thompson, Chris's great aunt. She's That's a, my cousin. <laughs> she's a 36-year-old resident of Colorado, and she's in Florida for Timmy Tabo's spring training. And she told the police officer that she was in a relationship with Tim Tebow. Uh, Seems about right. She was re- she was arrested after returning to the Mets complex despite being warned to stay away. So this chick had so much thirst that she went back to the scene of the crime. How did she initially get told to stay away? Team officials, good question, Chris. Team officials had first noticed her two days before that and were concerned that she had been loitering at their facility all day and asking people about Tebow. Uh, according to a report, uh, an officer who had worked the spring training game from the Mets uh, alerted to Thompson, uh, was alerted, alerted the chick to team staffers. At first, she refused to show her identification, and then she produced a driver's license. And the officer noted something unusual about her car. It had a I heart Jesus slash Tim Tebow <laughs> bumper sticker on it. When asked why she was at the complex, the woman said she was there to see Tebow. The officer then asked if they were in a relationship, and she replied that it wouldn't be appropriate to answer the question. And then um, the officer asked her again, was like, is the relationship friendly, platonic, romantic, or matrimonial? And the girl laughed and said, <laughs> all of the above. Uh, and then uh, and Thompson said her Colorado address wasn't current because she was living in, uh, living in Jacksonville with Tebow. So this chick thinks she's in a relationship with Tim Tebow and is living with him and is fucking delusional. Uh, the Daily News reported that when they did a background check on her, she had been arrested in Colorado for indecent exposure, but was not convicted. Diamond Cabaret. You gotta, you gotta watch out for that orange Kush soda they sell up there. That shit'll get you. She was uh, only do a half of one. Yeah, so she was, she was told to uh, drive off and go away, and she came back two days later, and that's when it, uh, they arrested her. Tim Tebow said about it. I wish her the uh, I wish her the of best course. and wish she gets the help she needs. Of course. The help she needs is she needs to get dicked down by Tebow. That's the help she needs. And also Tim Tebow is doing terrible. So maybe this chick was like putting negative energy on him and you know maybe he's going to start, you know, cracking that bat now. I don't think he has a hit though in uh spring training, which When you're real muscle bound, sometimes it's tough to get around on that ball. Hey, you should know. I don't know anything about that. You need. You got to lose. See, I don't I'm know much about twink. I don't know much about baseball, but it's really all about getting the hips to come around. So maybe if he gives this chick the treatment she needs, yeah, he'll loosen up the hips a little bit. You know, maybe he'll. Uh, maybe that batting average will rock it. A little living La Vida Loca. I see what you're saying, Chris. So uh, that's what? the Sprite Obey Your Thirst of the week. I think the real question here is, what kind of cop says? Oh, you're in a relationship with Tebow? What is it? Matrimonial, plutonic? Yeah. That, well, that's that seems like that. Guys that are that smart, don't they don't let them become. Cops. I don't. I don't think he has to like that. I think that's just a write up. Well, put it this way: if you know this woman's batshit crazy, you're not gonna fuck with her a little bit. Like I could see him. Like, how far is this? How long go? you guys been going steady? Yeah. 
Ask him if he's a oh, hog but- or a frog. Asks to see photos, and she whips out her phone, and it's a bunch of Photoshop pics of her and Tebow. Her with a Tebow fat head. Her, what about her Tebowing? <laughs> oh, God. Me and Bay. Speaking of which, Harley, do you want to go into a little bit of uh, when we played horse last weekend, some of the creative things we came up with? So uh, one of my new favorite shots in horse is Kaepernicking. You get down on one knee, and you shoot that arms-only shot. Nobbs was not good at Kaepernick. I luckily made the first one and then I missed the straight three. And Harley was also Kaepernicking on white and black parts of the asphalt. So saying like equality for all <laughs> as he was shooting this and making it on me. We Ka- all- no, it was Kaepernicking for equality. That's Boom. exactly it for a cause. Speaking of which, since Kaepernick's a free agent, he stopped. Uh, he said he wasn't going to uh, do the, the knee anymore. That's only because he doesn't want to sell out. That's only because he doesn't want to cause it. To, like, what's really changed since he started doing that? I don't know. I feel like if you're gonna, you got to keep with Kaepernicking. I feel. I think he needs to do him. Another shot we liked was uh, I put two feet in a line and called it the uh, Craigie Two Crunk. Uh, talk about field sobriety. Yeah, field sobriety test. Uh, another one that Chrissy would like. The uh, dab layup, very hot in the streets right now. Ooh, that one sounds good. Very hot in the streets. What about my chain link fence jump climb one-handed shot? Yeah, what'd you call that one? You called it spider, babe. (laughs) I called it rampage. He's climbing up the fence and jumping off of it. And another one, we did Captain Morgan with our foot on a pole. So I kind of like that shot. Yeah, Captain Morgan. Such a little horse breakdown. Try it with your friends. It's fun. Yeah. Kaepernick and only for guys with really good arms. Right. So if you want to get the twig arm people out like myself, Kaepernick all day, every day. You really do need to take your little twig arms over there and do a German volume training with Craigie and uh, Harley. Yeah, I've been thinking about joining the gym, man, but a thin's still in, so I'm, I'm going to hold off a little bit on the ball. It now. is Girl Scout season. I saw those thin mints you got in there. That sounds good right now. You guys want to take a five because the next one I got is a soundtrack. In the preparation for the music we're going to play here, um, Harley, another thing besides bad accents he's notorious for is he's notorious for not knowing what famous artist sings a a very popular song. And no community is he worse at this with than the African-American community. So, Harley, what we're going to do here is we're going to play five songs, and you're going to have to tell us who the artist is. Now, some of these may be layups. Some of these may be a little harder. But they're all a very popular song with uh, millions and millions of views. So, all right, you re- you, are you ready to play this game? I know you're getting bamboozled. I mean, if you want to chicken out and back away here, all right, let's go. I don't give a fuck. All right. First song. Let's do it here. These songs are not copyrighted. Don't sue us. We'll take them Yeah, down. Yeah, please don't sue us. This is for educational purposes. This is just for my demise. All right. Chris, no cheating. No idea. John Legend. Next. <laughs> you, I'm not going to get this sh- one. Have you ever heard this Aretha song before? Franklin. Let's go. This is a man. I don't care. It sounds like a woman. All right. 
Hot take. Harley thinks Stevie Wonder sounds like a woman. <laughs> Does have long hair, though. I thought this was going to be pop songs, not old ass songs. All right. All right. Here's another one. You should know this one. Oh, that was Stevie Wonder. Yeah, that was. <laughs> all right. Shh, shh, shh. Harley. You should know this one from your days at Skater's Paradise. Everybody went to Skater's Paradise once upon a time. Harley, stop flexing. That was a skater ring back when All right, we grew sh- up. Sh- let the music build for Harley here. I have no clue right sh- now. Sh- Sounds like Beauty and the Beast knockoff shit. Why does just because black people do it means it's a knockoff, Harley? Well, you know they invented this, black- this shit. Now, what do you mean this is black or white? I don't know who's singing this. You sh- send me white sh- people, sh- I don't know. Sh- sh- Boys to men, let's go. I don't know who this is. Oh! <laughs> Harley just won't give it enough time. Let that shit breathe, Harley, while you think who this is. You're 0 for 1 so far. I think this is Brian McKnight. Oh! Well, let it, let it, let him at least sing a little bit more. That's who it is, right? Let's see. The audience may not know yet. All right. I would never find another lover sweeter than you, sweeter than you. <laughs> All right, so Harley, who is this? I said Brian McKnight. <laughs> Viewers, say it with me on three. Chris, do you know it? One. Oh, shit. R. Kelly, I don't know. <laughs> who is it? Harley, all black people sing alike to me. Show Oh shit, no last names. Pray for someone like you. You sing the words, we don't know who it is. This is Casey and JoJo. You feeling no you feel like you shouldn't have known that? Alright, next song. Alright, next song. This sounds like it could be on the uh, Fifty Shades Grayer uh, soundtrack. Chris Brown. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Great segment idea by Uncle Ouch. Let it play a little. Changing your guess yet? David Guetta. <laughs> He's white. <laughs> Never seen David Guetta. I don't know. Wait till the chorus hits. Maybe you'll get it. It's Fly Boys, but I don't know what the fuck this is. <laughs> Grandpa Harley. It's Fly Boys. Is that not what the song's called? What's the song called? Wait, wait till the chorus comes. He can't wait. Cowboys. <laughs> You've been watching too much pop star never stop, never stopping. I, I felt cool. You can just go ahead. Let people at least enjoy the song and that you think this is Chris Brown. Harley, when Al asked me for suggestions on this segment, I gave this one because I thought this was a layup. I was going to go, I can't feel my face because I feel like that would be the pop hit you would get. He's still. <laughs> He's shaking his head. Let's give him the hint. 
Harley, today's Saturday. Tomorrow's Sunday. Oh, the weekend? Yeah. Oh, that's a big fucking hit. I don't hit. listen to fucking weekend. <laughs> you only listen to Migos, right? I do know some Migos. Alright, we'll wait for the next segment for that. Alright, next song, right, Harley? You think J-Bone owns this album? It's your next song. Let's go. Alright. Yes, I do. I believe one day I will be where I was. This is this is not uh this is like a suggested song. That was weird. This is the song I wanted to play. And you're definitely not gonna get it <laughs> after you miss that last one. You're fucked. This song has like 90, 000, 90 million plays on uh Spotify. It's a, kind of an older jam though. I'm giving you a little hints here. This is the song I'm gonna play when Chris moves his last box out of my house. Harley can't even give an educated guess here. He looks truly stumped, bewildered. I have no fucking clue. I, I, I really have no clue. You wanna go back to the Bryant McKnight well? <laughs> Oh, that's who it is, Brian McKnight? No, it's not oh, Brian yeah. McKnight. <laughs> I was going to say boys to men, but there's only one person saying Oh, he's a smart one. But it could be like The weekend. Like, it's only one guy. Why is it The weekend? Because that's his fucking name. I have no clue. Is it Usher? I don't know. Pass. No. We'll do process of elimination. It's definitely not Fly Boys. This is a good segment. I'll pat myself on the back for producing this. All right, next, next. Okay, next. Who the fuck was that last song? <laughs> it was Neo. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> Somebody you obviously don't know. All right, Harley. This was such a popular song. It won so many Grammys. Like, who's this? This is, You got to get this one. It's a little breathe. Guess it's true. I'm not good at a one-night stand. But I still need love cause I'm just a man These nights never seem to Bruno Mars He's not black Is he not? I don't want He's Hawaiian to you He's a Hawaiian Elvis Who oh, Hawaii Come on well, who Seal, else? I don't know Who else is gonna sing Oh, I did think about putting Kiss from a Rose on here I would've fucking got that Way to ruin it Alright this, this one's kind of a trick question because this is a white guy. Oh, fuck off! Alright. You, Harley, this is a very, uh, I'm trying, I'm gonna try to give you this one right here. Chris wrote this one down. It's a, you know, you, you heard it everywhere last year, you know, a lot of Black Lives Matter and everything, so, uh, you probably heard this one. It's on the all the award shows. I, hey! Now I'm seeing the fucking bottom line over here for the Pels game. Turn his fucking TV off. <laughs> the man needs his Pels. All right, so here you go, Harley. Oh, fucking ads. Only four seconds. 30 minutes of no ad-free music. One day when the glory comes, it will be <laughs> We need to record his face while he's doing this. The thing is, Harley, you've already said this artist. Shut up! No hints, that's too big. Glory! Glory! 
Oh shit! Sorry, Chris, my Chris bad. Brown. I, <laughs> I I wanted to record this. Sorry for cutting that off. Yeah, I wanted to record this. This is Harley's bewilderment. Hands to the heavens, no man, no you don't have to guess this person. Against, yes, I don't know, R. Kelly, let's keep going. <laughs> well, that's all I had planned for right now. We can go back to this segment early and often because black people love making popular music and music and Harley. Listen to this bullshit. I play some modern rap and I get a couple. This is this makes me seem like I just hate black pop people, and that's not true at all. Well, I don't, I don't listen to any fucking pop music. <laughs> You were just headbanging a Papa Roach earlier. So. Okay, that was back in the day. Like, I don't know what fucking uh, name white artist. I don't know what he's doing. All right, I'm going to. This is this is not a winning proposition uh, for you here. I feel like this segment. It's a little slanted. Well, I mean, you could have. Like, why did it have one? Why did it have to be black artists? Because I don't think I'd have got white artists either. It didn't. He, it's just R&B music. And, and I don't because it to- makes you look like a racist and it's great. It paints you as a racist. Harley's over here being like, I have black friends. As, I don't care about that, but. Like, All right, Harley. I don't know R&B songs. It's like. All right, this is a popular song 28 views. Uh, you're not going to get it, but I just wanted to play the song. Yeah, 28 million views. He's not going to get it. I'm going to just go to the next one, but I'm going to let this play right here. All right, Harley. So popular rap, right? Yeah. Okay. Go. I'll get you. Give me a couple popular rap. I feel like this is a... This is in the movie Get Out that we want to do the movie review. I don't know, Lil Romeo, let's go. This is Childish Gambino, Redbone. Add it to your playlist. And here we go, Harley, modern rap. Alright, but let's just go a little bit more. And this is 283 million views. You know, young rich niggas. You know, so we ain't really Record Harley home, thinking... Come on. This is the part where he's still thinking he hasn't given up yet. Hey! Raindrops. Drop top. Drop top. Migos. Bad and bougie. Oh! Harley. I know black people. Okay, let's put another one of the most popular rap songs of all time. Cooking up dope with a Uzi. My niggas are savage, ruthless. We got thudders and hundred rounds too. My bitch is bad and bougie. Cooking up dope with a Uzi. My niggas are savage, ruthless. We got thudders and hundred rounds too. All set. I actually own this album. You bought an album? Culture, boy. Boy, the only coach you get is from a little bowl of yogurt. All right, Harley, you ready for the next song? This is when we were growing up, kind of. Oh, Jay-Z Big Pimpin'. Oh, easy. All right, Harley, he knows his pop rap. I'm not throwing him a Nelly. Come on, Chris. All right, popular rap. I don't know. Drake is dominating the airwaves. What? All right. 
Chris, DJ Chris like, is taking like, over. Why is this trying to stump me? Like, paint, paint me as a racist <laughs> and try to stump me. Ooh, fun game. Fuck off. I like it. You're not gonna know it, Harley. No, I don't know. I've never heard this song. Alright, Harley, I got one for you. It's just future. You don't fucks with Future? I never fucks with Future. I mean, he's stepping out with Scotty Pippins all the way. That's fucked up. That's one of the best players to ever do it. Alright. Harley, this is a big... This is a big Louisiana club banger. You've definitely heard this in the club one night. This song makes the big asses come out. You should get this. Got money, retarded. Have you heard the song? It's a tailgate. Ain't too pretty in the face. It's walk with a dip, we get a cash. Nope. I'm just thinking with my dick. My shit done. I'm just thinking with my dick. It's a bad ruse's own. No boozy? Club going off bands right now. This is Kevin Gates, Ban Rouge, baby. Yeah. So, uh, if you want to know what sets the south off, you play this. This is, this is just a sweaty club of people getting after it. Champagne and then campaign. Alright, Harley just got a new song for a playlist for him. Harley listen to that. That's a good song. <laughs> Alright, um... I never fucked with Kevin Gates or knew who... Oh, that boy don't fuck with Kevin... He don't fuck with his own own city. I hmm. listened to a couple other songs I didn't really like. Oh. Okay, this is this will be a good one. You can't get much more popular than this. Almost half a billion views. Remy Boys, Fetty Wap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Black Beatles, fuck, Ray Strimmer, fuck, I fucked that one up. Harley botched, talk about botchamania. He botches, oh, shh, shh, Chris, can't move. Black Beatles, that's what the song is. I fucked up at the beginning. I own this album, too. That girl is a real crowd, please. Small world, all the friends know of me. Young boy living like an old geezer. Chris, you got hair like an old geezer. I got a hairline like an old geezer. Haters mad for whatever reason. Smoke in the air, binge drinking. How many bodies is that for you? Four? That's all that comes in a pack. Oh shit. If you want to highlight, holler at it. You about to write something down, Chris? I didn't think you would like this game so much. I only black Beatles. 
rockin' John Lennon lenses like to see him spread Eagle took a bitch to we'll the throw another softball on the table screaming everybody's famous like clockwork I blow it all yeah 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 get yeah. some more get you somebody that can do both like Beatles got the bass belly rollin she thinks Let, she wait for Gucci to come on I think she trolls all right the next one we got queued up for you Those frat girls are always hey, trying to get even. Okay, you gotta wait for Gucci to get on, bro. Five million views. Yeah. Harley is stumped. Wow. Harley. Harley thought he was down for the culture. He doesn't know this. 250 million views. Harley, I thought this was a A quarter billion of a people have seen this. People in Siberia, people in Dagestan know this. I know who it is. Have you you've heard the song, right? No, I've never heard the song. Yes, you have. You've heard the song at Steelers games. It's in Fast and the Furious. Black and yellow. Holy fuck. This is the greatest segment of all time. I think it would flame out that early. Wiz Khalifa. By his no album. Push to start. Yeah. All right. Uh, you know what it is. Everything I do, yeah, I do it big. Yeah. Uh -huh. Screaming that's not when I pulled off the lot. That's not it. Rip in my town. When you see me, you know everything. Black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow. I put it down from the whip to my nose. Uh, I guess I have to play that one, Chris. Because these are on. Uh, What was that question, Chris? Sip what is sipping Clico? Bro, if you have to ask. I mean, I have They tell me what I do and who I do it for. And how I come up with this shit up in the studio. 64 million views. I jerk off to this video. <laughs> he has no idea. Listen. Where does he sound like he's from? 
Yams. Where's he from? Can you name him a, re- a region? Where's it sound like this music is from? I don't know, New Orleans? Where is he from? I don't know. Atlanta. He's from Collet Park. Same place as Bubba Spark. He, he got so much shit, like his name is in just one chain. It's two chains, bruh. Alright Harley, this one's back in your wheelhouse growing up. This is a a little this is, this is a, a little throwback. Come on Harley, you never dicked your old lady down to this back in high school. I know J Bone did. He was in chat rooms getting after it. Listen to this. I know the song's called Bump and Grind. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> He know that. Who's that? Bring some friends you cool with. I'ma bring the cool with. Then I want you to strip. Oh, come on, Harley. I know that. She be grabbing, calling me Biggie like Shine Home. Man, I swear she fine home. I see I was lying though. Come on, bro. You dissing like easy Michael on the podcast? Harley, unapologetic about not knowing what Kanye West sounds like. The man, the man doesn't care. All right, well, <laughs> that was fantastic. That's that's great. It's it was. It's bu- I know it's called Bump and Grind, eh, Slow Jams, Jamie Foxx, Kanye West, and a little twist at the end. Oh, man. Chris, what do you think about that segment? I liked it a lot. Yo, thank you thank you for listening to this episode of the Talking Small Podcast. We're going to do another big shout out to my boy Pavy, Pavy, and TPJ at the uh, Hoops and Brews podcast for having me on. Appreciate it, guys. Big shouts. Check out their podcast. J-Bone, give them a listen. Give them a get tweet at them. Give them a little love from the TSP viewers. Yeah, I'm fixing to get on that podcast. We could definitely beat them in two-on-two hoops. I, I, I'm 100% it. We get, we get in the gym, run a couple suicides. I think we could take them. All right. Chris, you have any final words for the viewers? Get out there and support your 18-year-old strippers. Hey, that's good stuff. Podcast Platinum, let's do it.